We're back. Chump Pod, episode eight. Chumps are in the building. It's another good week to talk some ball, talk some bets, and just have a good time. Your host Joe's in the building. We got Steve in the building, Duke in the building, Dan in the building, and Mr. No Electricity, DJ in the building. Got a good agenda on the on tap for tonight. Let me talk about some week seven recap. Got a bunch of NFL hot topics. Five big ones that we've kind of picked out, and then we'll obviously explain ah. some more as well. Uh, some week eight betting plays for the Degens, and then wrapping up with a week eight preview light schedule today, but we're still going to try to make the most of it. Um, hopefully some chumps will be dropping in as we go. All right, so let's get right, right into it. The week seven recap was a good slate of games um, overall throughout the board. Let me just take a look at the schedule. Mr. Unprepared for today for some reason. I don't know why, but all right, here we go. So kicking us off, we had Vok defeating Sean 128-97. to Big-time dub for the Mustard Sins. Moving on to 5-2, and two, getting in that fourth place. Sean drops to 1-6, and six, and now he's sitting with the number three overall pick, although he doesn't have his own pick at this point. Uh, Steve putting up 155 on Cayman. Absolute abuse. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm now one in one. I'm now one in seven against you, or one in six against you. You're one in six against me so far this year. If we were to play head to head every week, just a heads up. Congratulations! You want a medal for that? Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, you get your medal later. I'll just send you a bag of shit. All right. Anyway, uh, Steve, how you feeling about your matchup? The your dub against Cayman. Hey. Uh, Cayman. Cayman. Why? It's always nice to. <laughs> You know, not even have to worry about, you know, is this lineup decision going to cost me a dub this week? So just kind of sit and forget it. Count the dub early. There you go. Dub's a dub. All right. Brian defeats Emmerich <laughs> in a battle of the top seeds at the time, 176 to 130. Brian was our high scorer. Um, big win for Brian. Now he kind of secures the, the lone spot as the number one. He's set 6 of 1. Jake drops to 5 and 2. Um, and actually he drops all the way to now fifth place, I believe, going from second to fifth. Um, but he's still in contention for playoffs. All right. DJ defeated me 130 to 102. Um, I mean, I'll start with that. Guys just underperformed across the board. Brutal performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, I looked it up. Austin Eckler, he put up what was it, 5.6? That's the least amount of points he's put up when he started a game since 2018 when he first came in the league. So just, <laughs> just, my, just my fucking luck, um, which is just hilarious. I actually had to look at that and, and do a double take. But, yeah, across the board, just atrocious. You know, it didn't even matter if I had Burrow or Chase. I wasn't winning this matchup. Uh, DJ, how you feeling after getting the dub against me? Yeah, I mean, I, I was worried for a while. But, I mean, I will say, like, like you said, like, I don't think Burrow or – like, Tyrod Taylor put up what Burrow – probably better than what Burrow or Dak would have put up. Yeah. Like, he did well. But I think the biggest thing was that, yeah, both your starting running backs, Eckler and Jacobs, were combined outscored by Daryl Henderson. Yeah. How does that make you feel, you piece you know, of garbage? You know, uh, Mostert, Eckler, and Jacobs combined just barely beat out what Najee Harris put up in a single week. And I was shit on Najee Harris, but – he was my best friend. Yeah. How do I feel? I mean, I'm just disappointed. You know, I, I definitely thought that I had a chance in this matchup. And, you know, Fantasy Gods obviously put me right back in my place. And 
And that's been the story of the year. So is it I, is it safe to say that if you lose this week, your season's over? Um, no, I wouldn't say that. I think lucky lucky number I'll hit is always seven to at least put yourself in contention potentially for playoffs. You know, I, I said I've set a mark. I've had to sit for win four out of the next six, and obviously I have the gauntlet coming up. So, I mean, I gotta have third year. I think it's, it's you lose you three and five. Yeah, it's gonna be less talent of my team and more can I pull out some lucky wins I think it's what it's going to come down to but um yeah a, a tough loss hopefully we can bounce back all right Duke defeats Dan 119 to 106 in the Josh Gordon Bowl uh we'll start with Dan Dan how you feeling after taking uh, the against Duke I lost the worst five and two team in our fucking league so I feel <laughs> thanks Dan yeah I'm still throwing shots shoot Duke what do you have to say bud He's just pissed he hasn't beat me in like over three years. Yeah, how many GGs did you get? Like over ten. I he said at, at like two, four, two. Don't even no, exaggerate. Then, okay, he gave me two two GGs in one day, and then at, at the start of the four o'clock games, he texted me, "Our matchup is done. You're gonna win." <laughs> and then right as he texted that, all of my players just like flatlined for like the next like hour. Like there was no production. All I saw was production from George Pickens, and even Michael Wilson was getting catches. And um, it was a lot closer going into Monday night than I would have liked. But uh, I love Kirk it. led the way. I love how Dan goes, Michael Wilson sucks. Yeah, because he's a bench player. <laughs> you got like four targets. <laughs> yeah, that's what we tried to tell you. Eckler and IU combined yeah. put up less than CD got me in one week. <laughs> I was going to say, is that did anybody win that trade? No, I was gonna say I saved Dan the possibility of having to kill himself. No, you saved everybody in this chat the possibility of killing themselves because I would have been all up in the chat about Eckler. I would have been screaming. Yeah, well, <laughs> fucking dude, he's bad. I don't know what you gave me, but you didn't give me Austin Eckler. You gave me. I think I gave you a cancer on your team. You, dude, you didn't give me Austin Eckler. You gave me fucking what's his face, Bishop Sankey. This guy sucks ass. <laughs> Dude, all right, but we got to go to the probably the best matchup of the weekend. It wasn't a matchup we even thought was going to be good, but holy crap, D, uh, Landy almost pulled off the win, just missed Bro, the, the should have defeated Landy 125 to 123. And just dude, if Brock Purdy got knocked out in the fucking third quarter and Sam Dole came in and won that game somehow, I would have fucking cried. Just, just easy concussion protocol because I, I, I know that's what I'm saying. I was with Hardy that night that Tyreek played. So he he basically was down going into the 8 o'clock, and Hardy was stressing. Mind you, he has Tyreek Hill still to play, but he was stressing. Was he bugging about the Goddard touchdown? Because that really brought Landy within uh, striking distance. Oh, my God. No. It, uh, oh, no. he what, Hardy was up, but then Landy, I think, came back. with Yeah, the Goddard touchdown, dude. Hardy was sick. Because it, it was bad because his dad had fucking money on Goddard, so his dad was celebrating, and Hardy was just – fucking depressed but then Tyreek um was able to close it and then going into the Monday night game it came down I think Brandon Powell and Brandon Powell put up like what was it 10 10.9 and almost and Diz almost pulled it off but dude why didn't he, get I mean, a, he's... Why didn't he just go to the waiver wire and outbid DJ for like a Brian Hoyer <laughs> like, I don't understand why he didn't do that well bro he started a running back that got one carry, one reception yeah. for four yards. Yeah. He could have started any other running back besides like one on his bench, and he would have won. 
<laughs> like the normal person would have been like, all right, I'll start AJ Dillon. Dude, the, yeah. won. the theme of the night was just so funny because Hardy went into that match of going, yeah, I'm confident. I could, I could beat him. Tyreek's going to do well. And then once he saw the Goddard touchdown, his mood, like, you know how we talk about how he's like a bipolar trader? Like, his mood changed completely. He was pissed. Oh, dude, I could just picture it now. Like, oh, it's fucking bullshit. Oh, he was, he was, let's just say his dad was celebrating while he was pacing around the room. Like, he was not happy. But yeah, like, Hardy also started a running back that didn't play. all right well good slate of games of week seven moving on to some nfl hot topics so we got five topics i think really stood out um from this week of football uh unfortunately we don't have vok in here i would love if vok was here but we'll kick start it with Bijan. i had a player prop i mentioned in the pod last week about how he's going to get anytime touchdown score. And I think a lot of people rode that because all of a sudden he had this phantom illness where he played what? Six snaps. Well, he had a migraine. Yeah. Well, like a, he had a headache, he never reported, never came out of nowhere. Like it was just like played six snaps. Like he tore his ACL and, and everyone was like, where the hell is Bijan? Like everyone thought Arthur Smith put him in the doghouse, but yeah, he, he got, uh, he barely got any time touch. I think he had one touch in like late in the fourth quarter. Dude, the NF fucked everyone who bet on him. That was yeah, they, they yeah because if he gets yeah if he gets one touch, that's you can't. That's, that's it. Ass. That is so ass. That's yeah. why the NFL's rigged, dude. It's it's all Vegas and they're shit. investigating it though. I think the NFL. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this one's really interesting. Chris Olave got arrested for speeding, and the fucking police body cam footage was hilarious because he. He gets pulled over. He gets taken out of his car. He gets like handcuffed. He's like, he's like, I play for the Saints, and the cops like, okay, and <laughs> like, dude, Derek Carr literally drives his wide receivers insane. First Henry Ruggs, and now Wo Lave. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Chris Olave's brother tweeted that he was on his way home from CVS. I'm pretty sure Leonard Fournette pulled that too when he got pulled over and he was on the Jaguars. He was saying he was like speeding because he had to like go to the stadium and pick something up. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure he was like suspended or some shit like that. But no, I, I and the other funny thing was um, that I don't know if it was that night after they played a game or maybe the day before, but it showed like the NFL films tape of like Derek Carr like ripping into him, like telling him like to run on a route, like he was a lazy piece of shit. So, um, Chris Terrell Owens Olave is not having a good time right now. Um, but who's Chris Olave? I just know him as Terrell Owens 2.0. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He is he is Terrell Owens. Yeah. Well, um, moving on, Will Levis finally gets the start. And um Who has Will Levis? I kind of worded it in the agenda as a revenge tour. Uh, we have to mention that two weeks ago his uh clout chasing girlfriend Gia Duddy actually broke up with him. Um, once she fell out, she had enough clout that she got from Will Levis after the draft. Um, so this is a broken man that's about to start his first NFL game. And I don't know, I feel like he's either going to ball out or he's going to be absolutely ass. The, the helmet dump one. it off to Derrick Henry. Women are absolute fucking snakes, but he's gonna, he's gonna ball out, dude. That she, she got so much clout from the draft, like so much, clout. dude. Literally, just because, like. You're a blonde who shows some tits. You're like all that. Like, put it away and fucking live your life. I don't even think he's gonna be good, personally. He, I don't really think so either. I, like, I was surprised he went. He, he was projected to go like so high just because his completion percentage was ass. 
I think it's just the mayonnaise stuff that really scared people off. Like that guy's weird. Psychopath. Dude, yeah. Mayonnaise and coffee is just wild. Yeah, and then he has the Hellman sponsorship. It's insane. He's like their their spokesperson. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm still waiting for Steve to be sponsored by like Nathan's hot dog show. I wish. I wish. Um he's hoping for Roback. Yeah. <laughs> the Roback sponsorship. Yeah, they're gonna reach out to Chump. Um, it works. All right. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles once again fleeced another trade. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like me playing in chump. They got what was it? They got Kevin Bayard for a sixth. It was it was yeah, like I think it was a late pick. Stupid trade. This is one yeah, of the I feel like for a pick. So I feel like if I was like, hey, to the Giants, hey, you want Joe Kennedy? I'll take like a sixth round pick. They just give it to me. Like, Here you go. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about how stupid that AJ Brown trade was? <laughs> This G like the Titans GM is a moron. I'll be honest, and I wouldn't be surprised if they sell Derrick Henry for like literally a bag of chips. Yeah, send him to the Ravens. He's he's probably going to go to the Ravens, and they're probably going to be awesome. Seven. Maybe not even, dude. He's Derrick Henry only had like one good week last week because he had like a one big run. Other than that, he sucked. Well, the Titans suck. The yeah, the Titans will forever suck because their GM just puts them in horrible situations whatsoever like what do they get from that brown trade besides trailing burks i think a second jesus like aj brown's probably the third best wide receiver in the NFL. Oh. okay but to be fair to but to be fair to aj brown the titans who's the quarterback getting him the fucking ball nobody well was no cool. like he was like he was getting like six six catches a game for like 80 yards and two tutties for the Titans. But, like, it was just dumb. The volume was never there. And he also was the only guy. Well, he, they had Corey Davis yeah. here when he broke out, and then they got – and Corey Davis left, and they didn't pay him. Um, But, I mean, just the they Eagles – one other guy. Eagles yeah. trades. It, I don't understand how they do it, but it's incredible. Um, Yeah, now you know how we feel. <laughs> shut up. Just stop. All right. The last one I like to bring up, Deshaun Watson – and his trainer, um, let me get his name. I screenshotted this tweet. His trainer's name is Quincy Avery. Got into a beef with Brady Quinn. By the way, Brady Quinn is a freaking bitch. I hate Brady Quinn. Horrible analyst. Absolutely dog shit NFL career. Um, was only known for what he did in Notre Dame. But basically, Brady Quinn was quoted, everyone with the medical opinion has cleared Deshaun Watson. The situation is almost similar to a kid getting a $230 million trust fund. You ask them to get a job and they have no incentive to do it. And basically, Quincy Avery, who's Deshaun Watson's trainer, just called Brady Quinn a fucking bitch and told him to fight him, um, which is just – I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I feel – is Deshaun Watson – I mean, it's a pretty good analogy, not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. And Deshaun Watson's a fucking asshole. But even still, like, Brady Quinn, out of all people, should not be fucking talking. But yeah, but you know what? At the same token, like, you give your kid $230, $230 million trust fund, like, you should full on expect him not to want to have a job or work. Like, you know, it goes both ways. It's not just one way. Right. Yeah. Let, let's get Vox's opinion now that he's here. Uh, Bijan and Deshaun Watson. All right. Uh, Vox, let, let's uh, let's go back to Bijan because we mentioned the phantom illness. How did you feel when you found out your, your star running back um, got a whole one carry and six snaps? I mean, at that point, there was nothing I could do. We, I mean, it, it was like after halftime also. It was like 3 o'clock, and then they come out with that. So, I mean, th- there's nothing I could do anyway. It was just a fucked situation. Uh, fuck Atlanta. 
Uh, I'm just lucky that it didn't cost me a win this week. Um, but yeah, uh, NFL's looking into it. I'm glad they have my back on this one. Uh, I saw like DraftKings was refunding or whoever the fuck, whatever sportsbook was re- refunding uh, the Bijan bets. So I think that whenever we have that kind of situation, uh, Chump, we need to have uh, like a, a claims manager or something um, <laughs> to where you know, file a report. Yeah, man. Like, like that happens. And it was in, in the, like the one o'clock. So I think I should be able to replace Bijan with someone on my bench. Not that's played because that's cheating. What if they go off for 20? I'm like, oh, put that guy in my lineup. No, uh, you should be able to like replace him with somebody that has yet to play. So Hardy would you guys know about the about that scene in, a, in, in the league where it's like, well, don't harass Gupta because Gupta is going to report to me and if you report to him he's just gonna send you right back to me so you basically don't even report it yeah <laughs> or don't put in a claim yeah that's exactly Bach, if you get it to me with steve i'm gonna get it with steve you don't even put in the claim it's good not gonna go anywhere <laughs> if vox yeah. put in claims for Bijan, hardy should be putting in a claim every week because he just doesn't even know who he starts in his lineup half the time uh Bach, what do you think about the sean and brady quinn that little beef on twitter um I don't really Deshaun know what's going playing. on, but Deshaun's a little bitch. <laughs> and uh, he just has to get a Band-Aid on his shoulder, sack up, and play. Well, he's out this week, right? Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> how do you how do you That's feel? Tough. You're what, eight weeks in harboring the rapist, and he's just not, like, reciprocating any sort of, like, performance? Are you going to deal him? You know, man. I mean, he's on thin ice for me right now. Uh, what's who's, what what's the market for Deshaun? A rebuilder? I'll give you a Henry Ruggs and a fourth. Some eggplant parmesan. <laughs> no, that's too good. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, in a Ziploc bag, not the tinfoil, though, Bob. I give you a full Dom and Vinny's buff chick pizza. Shit, you're that's... overselling. Uh, that's overselling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a V-neck from Goodwill. <laughs> I think that that definitely takes the cake there. All right. Well, I don't know. You guys got any other topics in the NFL you want to discuss? And we talked about Bijan, Olave, Levis. We talked about the trade, Deshaun. But is there anything else that I missed that I think we should talk about? Have you guys been seeing the shit on Twitter, them talking about the 2013 uh, first round of the draft, how there's like only four guys left in the league from that? That I saw that. It's total (laughs) bullshit because that's from 10 years ago. I mean, nobody in the NFL really lasts for 10 years unless you're a kicker or a quarterback. Yeah, but even the guys that, even those guys, none of them were ever like stars except Landon Johnson or Lane Johnson. Sorry. Johnson. Yeah. Well, I mean, most, most of the good ones were second round picks. Like they had, um, they had what's his face? DeAndre Hopkins was on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, what was it like Dion Jordan? Like who the hell is that? He sucked. Luke Jokel. Jokel. Oh my God. Luke, Luke Jokel was the number two and he was, he was even worse. Like Eric Fisher at least had somewhat of a career, but no, that draft was horrible. I'm trying to pull up the tweet right now. It was from, I think it was from Dove Klein and he, he tweeted it out. Dove tweets everything. Oh, by the way, congrats to Sean McVay and his uh, wife on a baby. Finally came out. Good for him. I'm sure. I'm sure he'll text you a nice thank you. Yeah, he's he, he, we're we're talking. Oh. Um, God, I'm trying to find it. It was crazy. Wait, wait, was it Cam Akers' son? 
Yeah. Oh my God. That's that's that's, that's brutal. I'm trying to find it. I don't know if I can find it. God, Dove Climbing. Do you guys follow Dove Climbing? He's probably yeah. Yeah, I do. Twitter. He literally reposts everything that anyone else posts, and it's just you. you if you try to find a tweet from him, you're like scrolling for like five hours. It's impossible. well. I know this has nothing to do with football, but if you guys like watch Max from part of my take last night on the Phillies game, it was actually the funniest thing I've ever seen. Dude, I had the game on the TV and the live stream on my phone because I had to watch. Dude, he was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> you guys tell me if, if we're. Being- if we're if we're talking about other things, a new report today came out that Michigan guy that's been recording everything. Yeah, him and two other low staffers put together a five to six hundred page, quote unquote, Michigan manifesto and on how they're going to take over the program and how they're going to run Michigan football. Two to three low staffers, a five hundred to six hundred page document that they updated daily. What a waste the of crazy time. people! You are Michigan, Michigan. He's the guy that that uh, was recording sidelines and, and all that stuff. All right. Well, I found this 2013 NFL draft. This is disgusting. All right. So I'm just going to read some of these names. They're hilarious. So Eric Fisher was the one. Jokel, Deion Jordan, Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson was good. Ezekiel Anza. He was pretty good. For like- oh, Ezekiel Anza. He's pretty good. And then we go Barkevius Mingo. Boss, Jonathan Cooper, Tavon Austin, arguably the greatest college football mixtape ever, but just could not pay out of the NFL. Um, and then for our Jets fans, we got D Milner, freaking boss, Chance Warmack, DJ Fluker. He actually plays still. Um DJ Fluker wasn't bad. DJ Hayden, Sheldon Richardson was good for like a couple years. Star Ludale, Lalele. I don't know how you say his name. Remember Martavius Bryant? Kenny Vaccaro, EJ Manuel, the first quarterback off the board. Horrible. Holy <laughs> cow, it's a bad quarterback class. Jarvis Jones, Eric Reed. Eric Reed's pretty good. Uh, Justin Pugh. Justin Pugh's had a serviceable career. He's back in the league. Uh, off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Straight off the couch. And then they, they signed him, right? I'm pretty sure they did. I um, think so. Kyle Long, Tyler Eifert. I remember there was so much hype for Tyler Eifert coming out of Notre Dame. Tyler Eifert, that's a name. That is a name. Holy cow. Oops, Eiferted. Desmond Trufant, pretty good corner. Sharif Floyd, Bjorn Werner. Xavier Rhodes is really good. Dayton Jones, no idea. Then DeAndre Hopkins at 27. Sylvester Williams, Cordero Patterson, Alec Ogletree, Travis and then Matt Elon. So, honestly, that draft was atrocious. The only good name there really was DeAndre Hopkins and maybe Lane Johnson. That's really about it. Eric Fisher's a Hall of Famer. Eric- Lane Johnson? Eric Fisher? Did you say Eric Fisher? I thought you just said Eric Fisher. Yeah, wasn't he nasty for years? No. No, Lane Johnson's a Hall of Famer. Lane Johnson, the guy well, that- Yeah, Lane Johnson. I thought Eric Fisher was really good. No, Eric, Eric Fisher was just like – he was a starter, but he wasn't like a star. He wasn't like the number one overall pick. I mean, that draft is atrocious. Like, that's just, it's just bad. All right. Enough of me talking. Week eight betting plays. The Gens are here. They're in the building. Hopefully, they got some plays. Here we go, people. What do we got? Vok, you got something cooked she up? She's playing. Yeah, I got it. Um, I was doing uh, a little research. Can't right even say nine of the pod. 
Um, okay. I might add to this because there were a few games I was like on the fence on, but <clears throat> here we go. Uh, this is what was it? I screenshotted the. Uh, uh, was, it's a seven point tease this week. Three teams plus one thirty. So we are teasing Detroit, hoping uh, for the get right game from minus eight to minus one. They're at home versus Vegas. Back in the dome, Goff likes his indoor. He sucks outdoor. I learned that the hard way. He choked away my teaser last week. Um, yeah, like I said, bounce back game for him. Uh, Vegas is just – they might be the worst team in the NFL. They just got blown out by Badgett and the Bears. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, next up, Are you nervous? Dude, it, ridiculous. You talking to me? Yeah, are you nervous about Badgett? No, not at all. <laughs> I think it's I think it's kind of I think it's just kind of ridiculous that like what what is Field supposed to do? Like he's from what I've read or not read but watched on um the TV not on Twitter, sorry. Um from these doctors, they're like, "Yeah, he needs surgery or else he won't be able to grip the ball." So I know like the kid doesn't want to get surgery because he wants to like save his career, but he's not going to get surgery and it's going to affect his career and it's just going to be bad. Is he going to learn? Yeah, there's nowhere left-handed. There's there's nowhere for him to go in Chicago. Like he could rattle off eight straight wins and he would still be like, "All right, we're taking Caleb Williams." So, like, Dude, Caleb Williams is all fucking hype. I've been saying it all year. He's no, not. I, I I agree. I don't think he's going to save a roster, but. Like no, I'm talking he's, about he's gonna get shit on the next five weeks. He's gonna get shit on the next five weeks. But shit on, he's not gonna play. They're saying he's just gonna sit out. No, yeah, he's he's a, out. that should be a fucking big red flag to NFL team. But I don't like Bakwato has no business playing. Shit, I wouldn't play. <laughs> he's not that good. When he plays any competition, he has a losing record. But if, it's they the reputation he has. He's already like in sexist. Uh, oh, what? Can- Whoa. Yes. Hey, yo. Whoa. Hey, yo. Oh, no. oh. Wow. All this is Sean Watson talk, man. <laughs> hey, yo. Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Vaca. Oh, my God. Does anybody think Landy's actually not going to take him with the 1-1? One, one? He's gonna take Marvin. I think it's funny how Landy it Landy is like the biggest wild card in the league, and I think it's hysterical that he actually might not go Caleb Williams. God, he's gonna go Marvin. No, but if if he's smart, he would trade the pick because that roster needs so much help. It's just a multi-year rebuild. That's what I did. Yeah, but you're smart. Yeah, but you have half a brain. <laughs> yeah, you had you're nine about a box of seventy dollars. Dude, Landy right. took a picture of his cereal and put it on his story. I'm like, dude, you spent $70 on Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> That's still the worst thing ever. I can't believe that. He, I literally pressed him for it. I'm like, dude, like, what do you do with your money? He's like, do you want to see my bank account? And I was just like, honestly, no, I do not want to see that bank account. How much, like, if he gets a paycheck, how much do you think he spends of it? 90%. Oh, Raheem Mostert didn't practice today either. Yeah, I know that. Thanks, Steve. 
Or, or <laughs> Kenneth Walker. You're obsessed. Or Kenneth Walker, if that makes you feel better. I'm just scrolling on Twitter. Relax. You always look at my roster. Oh, he's injured. I'm scrolling on Twitter, you illiterate. Ty- Tyree killed in practice either. All right, Vok, you can continue with your play. Sorry about that. All right, I'll try to run through the rest. Just two more. Packers, plus one to plus uh, eight. They're at home versus the Vikings. Vikings coming off uh, that emotional, hard-fought game against the Niners. Or week. Time. Or week. Um, what was that? On a short week. That's what I'm saying, short week. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, the Vikings are going to win by more than a touchdown. So I like that. Uh, and then lastly, I did not know about Mostert. Uh, but I'm teasing Miami from minus nine and a half to minus two and a half at home versus the Pats. They need to bounce back. Uh, a couple tough losses. Um, Pats just coming off um, an emotional game versus the Bills. Uh, that's a common theme. I like going against those teams. I think they come back to down to earth this week. It's going to be hot in Miami. You know, Miami puts the away team right in the sun. So, uh I like Miami to win by at least the field goal. So that's the teaser. There you go. All right. Uh, I got one play. I'm looking at Houston, Carolina, and I'm taking Carolina Panthers money line. It's the CJ Stroud young game, and Stroud's been getting all the attention. I think young comes out balling. They get their first. I like that. <laughs> that's that's my one play of the week because fucking Bijan hosed me last week. You guys got yeah. any plays? No, nice I've done cold. I historic streak. I'm gonna put it to an end myself. Liar! You're not betting anymore, dude. I'm 0 and 55. <laughs> Landy can't no. get that first. Landy can't get that first win if you another, stop. He put a screenshot in the chat <laughs> of him saying <laughs> another fucking bet. Yeah, you can't. Dude, you always by one fucking leg. Literally, Hawkins and Kittle smack their overs, and then Brock Purdy develops autism mid fucking first quarter and blows <laughs> the game for me. How about you just bet him straight, you dummy? Because you don't get good odds. Bro, You're not getting any odds. You're losing. Minus a thousand. <laughs> Dude, okay. Let me put it this way. Does anybody want a certain team to lose? Because I could throw some money on them. <laughs> Let me put it that way for you. Jesus. That's how we really got to test it. Just have Dan Jesus, throw like five bucks. Players to go over in yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. Dude, I think just cracked. <laughs> All right. You know what? Okay, moving on. We got a little bit of time left. We got the week eight recap. And um, talking about preview, we got three really good matchups. Um, We'll start with Brian against Hardy. Brian's projected to win 136 to 116. Got a 60% chance. Hardy without Tyreek. That team's a blowout. Yeah, I I think Brian wins. Brian's team is just filthy. And then the other one, we got Duke on the, the Cayman by. 80% 80% chance of winning, projected 132 against 73. I mean, I, I don't even think Aaron has to really speak on this unless he wants to. This is just going to be abuse. But, Aaron, you want to talk? Uh, yeah. Uh, last week wasn't the greatest week for my team, so we hope, hope we bounce back this week. Um, and, yeah, there's really much, not much to really say about it. Um, I know there's a chance. I think Kyler might play this week. That's, like, the latest news that I might have seen. Um, um, but I don't really know any word about that. I know he, he's just hoping, I'm just hoping to put up points this week, like every other week. All right. Okay. Um, this might be Landy's best chance to potentially get a win. He's playing Sean. Uh, he has a 42% chance of winning, but Sean is projected to win 106.92. I don't know. I mean, Diz 
could pull it off, could not. I think Sean still has a good team, just had some bad luck. I'll probably take Sean on that one. I think Landy keeps the uh, the winless streak going. All right, then we got some big high-scoring matchups. I'll start with mine. Um, I'm taking on Vok, projected to win 133 to 121. Vok, I'll let you start with this one. How you feeling for our matchup? Um, I think it's another, like, we'll see game for the squad. Uh, I don't really, I didn't really dig into anything yet. I don't know what's going on with uh, David Montgomery. If he's out, Gibbs, hell yeah, that's a boost for him. Um, But yeah, I don't love where the squad's at right now, honestly. Um, We need health and... uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I'm not happy with uh, the performance the last few weeks. Um, but all I know is that I have a chance to bury you 20 feet under the gir- the ground. Earth. The ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, that's what we're going to do. So, yeah, I don't give a shit. If the squad's not ready, we're still going to puck in end your season. Yeah, um, well... When I look at this matchup and I look at my roster, you know, this is a roster when you can roster bait, you get a really nice hard on. Uh, so it looks visually uh, appealing, but when they actually perform on Sundays, they're uh, uh, just a pile of shit. Um, yeah, it's a it's a can we wait and see game. I've been blessed with a lot of health so far um, for my guys. No brutal injuries. And of course, that'll probably happen this week just because I said it. Uh, but yeah, guys got to step up. I got a full roster. If I lose to you, um, you know, that magic number of seven is really out of reach so this is a must win for me and hopefully we can uh, get it done and hopefully Austin X I hope wake up. I hope Gabe Davis has one of those games where he puts up like four catches for like 160 yards and three yeah, touchdowns I just hope that'd be nuts that just does or not does. But... And it, it comes down to Josh Jacobs on Monday night what's that magic number looking for you like what do you think it's you gotta be down by like uh, six I, no I have to be dude Honestly, Josh Jacobs is either going to give you five or 40. You really have never – no clue. I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about it. All right, moving on. Dan against DJ. Dan's going to win 128 to 120. DJ, how are you feeling as the underdog in this matchup? Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the guys that Dan and I swapped uh, last week uh, play. I think that's going to be a big part of it. And I was talking to Steve about this. Dan's put up between 100 and 106 in five straight weeks so he'll probably go for 150 this week because he's playing me so that... beat me every time <laughs> so that's uh, i just want to get ahead of that when dan is the highest scorer this week congrats dan <laughs> no i'm just you know i'm having struggles with my offensive coordinator my defensive coordinator i'm like iowa dude yeah <laughs> dude the yeah, amount of death that's about that game not in the chat was hilarious Dude, I was serious. That was the worst call I've ever seen in college football or football. Wait, hold on. You were serious about wanting to kill Brian? Not like in the not league. Not Brian. No, I, Brian. I know, but he thought that. He was like, what the fuck did I do? Oh, no, no, not, yeah, not Brian. No, definitely not Brian. I like Brian. Brian's good people. <laughs> All right. All right, and then probably the primetime matchup of the week. We got Steve taking on Emmerich, the battle of the five and two teams. Steve's rejected to win 131-123. Steve, how you feeling going into your big matchup with Emmerich? I feel like I'm going to tinker the shit out of my lineup. I've got three spots and five players, and Kenneth Walker now has an injury, so I got my two flexes and super flex. I got either Drake London, DJ Moore, Kenneth Walker, 
Desmond Ritter and DK decide. So I'm gonna take the shit out of that. Is this the week you start? Uh, Lavisca Chenault? Absolutely not. Uh, I see Chris Godwin and Baker are questionable for for Jake. I don't know how serious those are, but uh, those would be big losses. I don't think he has much depth on his bench. Uh, let's see. He's got Sutton on his bench and KJ Osborne, but that's about it. Oh, he's got Raheem Shahid. Or Rashid. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I feel confident. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I've got a tough tough schedule coming up, so. Okay. All right. We got we got about a minute left. I don't know if you guys want to have any final thoughts before we we head out for the night. Anything that's on your minds? You guys want to get off your chest? We're one week close to the robbery week. Well, we are. That we are. Next week. That's uh next week. I'll t- I'll tell you if I lose to Vok and my season's pretty much out of reach, that will become my Super Bowl. That'll be my. No, if if you game. if you lose to Vok, you you do realize, you do realize that you're. I'm gonna have to start Desmond fucking Ritter against you, right? Dude, you had five buys last week last year, and the year before, I think I was projected more than thirty against you, and you beat me both years. So it really doesn't matter. I don't prefer Desmond, I don't have Desmond Ritter is gonna be my starting quarterback. And I'll probably lose because I that's what it's like the last two years. I remember two years ago, that was when you were dog shit. I was projected to beat you by I want to say like 30 points. It was like ab- abysmal how much I was projected to beat and you. I cooked you. Cooked the shit. Like didn't just beat me, cooked me with an absolute dog shit team. And from that point on, I've been cursed. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Guys, this was Trump Pod episode eight. Thank you all for tuning in. Good luck to all the chumps out there. Peace. Hope you lose. Let's go back. Yeah.